are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Brewers, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, where we talk about your favorite teams every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani, and you can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers and subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcast. On today's episode, we'll be recapping uh, Monday's game. Uh, not a good one for the Brewers. They lose the opening game against the Diamondbacks. Uh, and then I'll be giving you my biggest takeaways from that game and then also previewing the week's slate of games coming up uh, because I will actually be on vacation the rest of the week. Um, so I'll go ahead and preview some of those games. Also, uh, this game was a little late. Vinny wasn't able to stay up, so make sure that you uh, rag him on Twitter about the old man having to go to bed. But uh, So it'll just be me on this one, and then I have a couple of episodes scheduled for the next two days of, with David Gasper of Reviewing the Brew. Really good conversations there, just talking about where the Brewers are at right now, um, where he sees them going, what they need to do the rest of the way. And also, he, he's really great. Uh, with the Brewers prospect stuff, uh, does a top 50 list over at Prospects 1500. So we dive deep into Brewers prospects, who's hot right now, who's rising in the farm system. So really great conversation with David. So make sure you check those out. Got one coming out on Wednesday and Thursday with him. Uh, so really good stuff there. Before we get into Tuesday's episode, let me tell you about our Locked On MLB podcast. Join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories. Locked On MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. And before we do a recap Tuesday's game, or I'm sorry, Monday's game on Tuesday's episode, I'll run through some quick news items. Um, Lorenzo Cain ran on the field Monday, which is great. So he continues to try to progress and work his way back. He's expected to swing in the cage on uh, Tuesday, today, uh, and he's hoping to be back before the All-Star break. Um, he said that's his goal right now. Uh, and obviously, he'll have to go on a rehab assignment first. I think best case scenario, if he were to get back before the All-Star break, uh, he'd start a rehab assignment um, next weekend and then hopes to be back before uh, the All-Star break. But I still think that's probably pushing it a little too much. I mean, there's no real rush to bring him back right now. Obviously, the Brewers are going to need him down the stretch. They're going to need a healthy Lorenzo Cain, a productive Lorenzo Cain atop the lineup. Um, schedule favorable right now. They're, the Brewers are doing okay in the standings-wise. I just don't really see the need to rush Kane back at the moment. Uh, let him you know, get all the time he needs, the rest he needs to heal up so that he can play the rest of the way. It's been up and down for Kane all year, so... I mean, let's let's not rush this thing. Let's make sure he's 100% when he comes back so that we can pencil him into that lineup every day. He can get back into a routine of things and hopefully help this offense out uh, top of the lineup. Need need Lorenzo Cain. I need him to be Lorenzo Cain. I know he wants to be back out there playing. Um, so do I, but 
especially with the way Jackie Bradley Jr. is hitting. Uh, but no reason to to really rush him. Um, you know, I'd say go ahead and just let it let it rest through the All Star break. Make sure he's completely healed up, and then bring him back afterwards. Uh, and that All Star game is on July 13th, so a couple couple of weeks away. Uh, the Brewers have a few more series before that. They play the Rockies, Cubs, Pirates, Mets, and Reds. So there are some big big series in there with the Cubs, Mets, and Reds uh, that obviously you want him back for, but. I'd say best case scenario, he's he's back for that Mets or Red series before the All Star break. But again, I think that's kind of pushing it and a little bit risky, in my opinion. Um, and then uh, Jake Cousins was called up from Nashville. This is a really cool story. Um, he was. Uh, and this is you got Will Salmon from the Athletic had the story. If you are a subscriber, there really good story. Talks about how he was sleeping on the floor of his friend's hotel room just a few years ago, trying to stay afloat in baseball. Uh, then on Monday, he made his big league debut. Obviously, the the one highlight for the Brewers uh, in Monday's game, him making his big league debut and looked really good. Um, pitched pitched a couple of innings, two innings, no hits, one walk, five strikeouts. So. I'd say that's a pretty good big league debut. So I love those stories in baseball. They're always great to hear uh, those guys who continue to battle it out and um, stick around and then they get their shot. So a really great moment for Jake Cousins there. Awesome first name. Uh, he's also the cousin of Vikings quarterback Kurt Cousins. A lot of cousins going around here. So uh, pretty cool there, uh, even though I know uh, Green Bay Packers fans aren't big of uh, the Vikings quarterback, but still a pretty cool cousin of uh, Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins, he gets to make his big league debut with the Milwaukee Brewers and was, outstand, was outstanding, uh, honestly, in that debut. Uh, and then just another piece of injury news, Brett Anderson left the game on Monday uh, in the second inning with apparent injury. I haven't heard an update on what exactly that injury is at the time of recording this, but second time this year he's left early in a game because of an injury. Uh, last time he did go on the I.L., uh, for pretty much just a minimum amount, amount of time. He wasn't out long. Maybe this will be a similar situation here, and we won't miss much time with him. We'd already Brewers were already pretty much in a six-man rotation, so maybe this just takes it uh, back to a five-man rotation. Lauer sticks around in there, uh, but hopefully it's nothing major for Brett Anderson. Coming off one of his best outings of the year, if not his best outing of the year, so certainly hate to see that. Um, again, just hope that it's nothing serious and hopefully he can get back out there soon. Next, we will recap a Monday's game. I'll give you my biggest takeaways from that 5-1 loss to the Diamondbacks. Before we do that, let me tell you about our friends at Wealthfront. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash MLB. Again, to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash MLB. 
That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash MLB to start growing your savings today. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Get $750 cash towards the lease of our 2024 NX350 all-wheel drive. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease cash offer and pricing details. Restrictions apply. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus Eastern area and it's April 1st, 2024. All right, so jumping into Monday's game, again, it was just one of those one of those games for the Brewers where they're just really frustrating and honestly just make you question if this team is actually good or not. I mean, we talked about how bad the Diamondbacks were coming into this series. Um, I mean... It was just it was just a, a really bad game all around. I mean, when your starter leaves in the second inning, you know it's always kind of tough to to bounce back from that. Um, and, and again, we'll just start there. Anderson gave up three runs on five hits. All of that damage came in the second inning <laughs> after a perfect first inning, which tells you maybe he was already a little hurt when he went back out there for the second, and he was just trying to battle through it. But he gave up five straight singles to start that inning. Um, before getting lifted with the injury. The only out recorded before his exit was Avicel Garcia throwing out Pavin Smith at home on a really good play. Uh, so again, I think maybe the injury affected Anderson a little bit there. Uh, maybe he's trying to battle through it some, uh, but certainly put the Brewers uh, behind a little bit there. Um, Brewers actually did have the lead in this one as Colton Wong started out the game with a double. And then Vogie and Yelich got out weren't able to advance them, but Avi came through with the clutch, two-out RBI single um, to, to give the Brewers a one nothing lead. Omar Narvaez actually walked after that, putting two runners on with two outs, setting up the possibility for a big first inning, uh, but Willie Adamas wasn't able to come through, struck out two in the threat there. Uh, and again, with three that Anderson gave up in the second inning, uh, put the Brewers behind 3-1 to one early, going to the bullpen, and we've talked about that middle relief for the Brewers hasn't been great all year. Um, so, you know, a really tough spot for the Brewers with that happening. Um, and with Anderson going down, it, it puts a lot of stress on a bullpen that worked a lot over the weekend. Um, and, and they, honestly, outside of Holby Milner and I guess you could say Hunter Strickland wasn't great either, even though he was able to escape. The bullpen was, was pretty good. Um, Richards continues to be, uh, really solid. Uh, Trevor Richards went an inning and two-thirds in relief of Brett Anderson. Again, kind of minimized the damage there in that second inning uh, in relief of Anderson. Uh, he did give up a hit, walked up a batters, but struck out three. Uh, but again, he's been really solid over his last couple of outings. That was pretty hard on him after the trade. Vinny's a little bit more higher on him than I am. Uh, but he, he's turned things around here uh, in June. He actually, knock on wood, hasn't given up a run in June um, so really solid stuff from him as of late. Uh, and again, uh, limited the damage there in the second, kept the Brewers in the game. But then Holby Milner came in, and uh, he uh, it was a 3-1 game. Uh, again, Brewers still in there, and he comes in and gives up a couple of runs. His ERA is cl- close to six at this point. I-, I honestly don't know why he's still on the roster other than there's just not anybody else out there for them to go to right now. He's given up six runs in his last four outings. 
uh, which makes it look, you know, really bad in a kind of a small sample size. But I've never been a big believer in him, and uh, at this point, he's just not been getting it done. Um, so, I, again, I don't know what else is down there. Maybe Aaron Ashby comes up and takes his place soon. Uh, but I think Milner is probably your your weakest link in the bullpen at the moment, and he allowed this one to, I don't want to say get out of hand because a four-run deficit shouldn't be getting out of hand, but with the way the Brewers' offense has been lately, the way they've, they're swinging the bats at times, a uh, four-run deficit does seem insurmountable. So that was really a backbreaker in this one. Richards came in, did a good job of keeping the Brewers close, but then Milner came in. Uh, and really let things kind of escalate. And then we talked about Jake Cousins earlier. He was great. Uh, then Hunter Strickland came in, walked a couple of batters, um, had a pass ball, put runners second and third, uh, but he was able to escape that jam there. I, I'm also not loving Hunter Strickland, what I've seen from him. In my opinion, that, that experiment can go ahead and end. Uh, I know he hasn't necessarily given up a ton of runs, but he just doesn't. He doesn't look doesn't look dominant. Doesn't look like the guy that the Brewers need at this moment. Um, doesn't look like he's going to be the answer. I guess I'm saying maybe he's fine as a you know a garbage time reliever, uh, but not certainly not what I was hoping when the Brewers got him. I mean he has one strikeout in three appearances now with the Brewers. So when um, in a you know a league now where everybody is striking out, uh, he's just he does not as dominant as he once was struggles with command has three walks to that one strikeout um only giving up a couple of hits but again just watching him uh, i'm not seeing a lot there to be hopeful for going forward so if you were counting on him possibly becoming a, a high leverage guy for the brewers i certainly think that won't be the case maybe he sticks around at the back of the bullpen as somebody that you bring in for garbage time but i would not trust him at all in a high leverage situation at this point. Um, JBJ, I mentioned earlier, struggling offensively. He had a double in this one, so I'll take any positives for him right now as a sign of him trying to turn things around. He's batting 157 with a 518 ops. Um, it, it's really a struggle right now uh, for him. Uh, he, he does have the five home runs. You know, he'll probably, if he plays enough, he'll probably get to that 15 home run mark, which is where. Uh, he generally is, but I mean, even if he just hit 230, you would be happy with that. But um, he's hitting again 157 right now. Uh, but did have a double tonight. We're gonna try to keep it positive for him and give him some uh, positive momentum going forward. Hopefully, uh, but the offense in general just really didn't have it tonight. Just again, one of those frustrating nights at the plate. They had five hits and two walks and we're one for six with runners in scoring position with just five left on. That alone tells you that they just didn't have many opportunities, really didn't have much going on. They had that first inning there. They put a run on the board, uh, maybe had the possibility to put another one on there and, and have a big inning. Uh, they had another, you know, they had a couple of, of innings with single base runners on. I, actually, I don't think they had another inning where they had multiple base runners on base outside of that that first inning. So, Again, just not not a lot of threats in this one from the offense. Just one of those games this Brewers offense has every now and then. It seems like it's happening uh, more uh, more than it should here lately. But, uh, again, I, I'm not going to get down on the offense. I think with Wong up there, 
um, Yelich gets going again. I think they'll be. I think they'll be just fine. Uh, Wong and Avi uh, and Narvaez all got on base in this game, and Vogelbach he got a walk uh, as well. So uh, I mean, those guys are still getting on base. Yelich is the key. Got to get him uh, showing some power. I saw him get a 92 mile per hour fastball uh, inner part of the plate tonight and just whiffed on it. I mean, normally you're going to see Yelich pull that out. Uh, so his timing's just still not there. He's he's not all the way back yet, but uh, again, feel confident that he'll he'll get there sooner rather than later. Uh, but you got to tip your hat to Merrill Kelly as well, who, as Vinny pointed out, is capable of going deep in a game. He's done it a lot for the Diamondbacks this season, and is capable of giving you a quality start. Uh, he was he was good in this one. Uh, I'm not gonna you know say that he was great or dominant or anything. Seven innings, five hits, one walk, one earned, five strikeouts. So, uh, but really solid. From Kelly can be a, a solid pitcher at time for the Diamondbacks. So uh, got to give him some credit in this one as well for shutting down the Brewers offense. Take another quick break and then we'll preview the upcoming games for the Brewers. Hopefully uh, talk about how they're going to have a much better week going forward. Before we do that, let me tell you about betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And right now you have the NHL and NBA seasons in the postseason, which is a lot of fun. You also have Major League Baseball every night, which of course we talk about and love to watch. But BetOnline.ag does more than that. They also cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to betonline.ag right now on your phone or internet browser and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I told you before about our friends at rockauto.com. There are so many different makes and models of automobiles these days. It's impossible to stock all the parts your car will ever need in your traditional chain store. So I worry with the hassle of answering a bunch of questions about your car at a chain store and just hoping they have the parts you need. When you have the inventory of rockauto.com right there in your pocket, you can pull them up on your cell phone and find any make and model of any kind of auto part your car will need. And there are so many different reasons to maintain your automobile these days, but the biggest one is obviously to save money. So why spend almost twice as much for the exact same auto part at a chain store or new car dealership? Just head on over to rockauto.com right there on your phone, search the parts you need, buy them, have them shipped to you, and just sit back and wait for them to arrive. It's that easy. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle and do us a favor, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. So like I said, I will be out the rest of the week, and Vinny will be doing the pre- and post-game shows for uh, Bally Sports over the weekend for the Rocky Series. So make sure you check him out there. Um, so just breaking down quickly uh, the next couple of games, you have Peralta versus Gallon on Tuesday, which is going to be a great pitching matchup. Uh, Zach Gallon is the best pitcher uh, for the Diamondbacks right now. Uh, but he's been injured for most of the season. He just had his first start back coming off the IL. And it was a rough one. He gave up four earned on four hits uh, in a walk in just two and two-thirds innings against a Giants team that apparently is is really good. Uh, they continue to be really good and score a lot of runs. Um, so, again, he's still working his way back. Perhaps, you know, he won't be able to go very deep in the game. 
um, but is a very good pitcher and somebody to keep an eye on. And obviously, Freddie Peralta's been great all year, trying to make his case for the All-Star game. So expect a good pitcher's duel in that one. And then on Wednesday, Brandon Woodruff versus Caleb Smith. Uh, Smith has been really good out of the bullpen for the Diamondbacks. Uh, he was really good as a starter for the Marlins a couple of years ago, so certainly has plenty of experience there. Uh, that should be another very good pitching matchup. Woodruff coming off his worst start of the year. Uh, since opening day, he gave up five runs to the Rockies. Obviously, most of that was aided by a first-inning grand slam to C.J. Crone. Uh, he really settled down after that and was his usual Woodruff self, but looking for him to bounce back and have a spectacular outing on Wednesday. Brewers are off on Thursday, finally. Uh, seemed like they had a lot of off days there for a while, and then they've been in a stretch of consecutive games here. Uh, but this will be their last off day before the All-Star break, so try to rest and get geared up for this final stretch leading up to the All-Star break. And then they have four games with the Rockies over the weekend, like I said, Benny will be covering that for Valley Sports. Uh, Brewers are coming off that four-game split with the Rockies, uh, but back at home, out, out of course, I'm certainly expecting better results for the Brewers this weekend. I think they definitely get a series win there. That will do it for this episode of Lockdown Brewers. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers, and make sure you follow me at ShortstopBall. And please make sure you subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll talk to you next time. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.